Hi, I'm Laron, and you're listening to Billion Dollar Algorithms Podcast, a podcast where I document the process of starting a quantitative hedge fund from scratch. If you want to hear all the episodes, you can follow us on Spotify or head over to BillionDollarAlgorithms.com. Now let's get into today's episode. I started this podcast to document the journey of starting a quantitative hedge fund from scratch with no connections, network, or anything. I want to be as transparent as possible so we can learn together and potentially grow together. Anything I say in this podcast should not be taken as financial advice. This is just some guy's story on a pursuit of happiness or something like that. But thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. In 2021, I made around 71% return with my algorithms using prop firm funds. And throughout 2021, I've tried many different prop firms and spent a lot of money passing challenges and getting funded and also getting scammed by a few. So I've seen the good, bad, and ugly of these firms. Despite the risk of this business, there still is many, there's still many good opportunities for retail traders to get access to a substantial amount of capital. Some of us might decide to bite the bullet and still attempt their challenges. So in today's episode, I'm going to attempt to build an algorithm to pass prop firm challenges if I had to do it again from scratch. Now, I know I got lucky by having algorithms that passed these challenges before, even some doing it in six days. But you may not be as lucky as I did. So I wondered, if I were to start all over, can I build an algorithm that's capable of passing a problem challenge? I thought this would be a good exercise to show you how I think about solving this problem and my approach to algorithm, to algorithm development. Also, you can see the progress of these algorithms on my website, um, and I may offer some of them for sale, but I'm not too interested in that right now. So let's uh, get into the development of these algorithms. First order of business, let's cover some background information and identify our goal. Profirm companies give traders capital to trade with, ranging from $10,000 to $200,000, and some even much higher now. Uh, In turn, you, the trader, trade on behalf of the company, hopefully making profit without hitting their risk parameters. If you're able to make money, you get to keep some up somewhat up to 80% of the profits, depending on the company you're working for. This sounds great, right? But the holy grail is only attainable if you're able to pass their evaluation challenges. Typically, these challenges last for 30 days and requires you to make a certain percentage of profits in the time allotted. You pay to be evaluated somewhere from $200 to $5,000 in some cases. And if you pass, and if you do not pass that challenge, you do not get your money back. So there is a clear incentive for you to want to pass that challenge and a clear advantage for them to take your money and run if you don't. Hence, there are a very, they're very tall requests for some of these challenges. Let's go through some of their requirements first. Generically, many of them require you to make 10% profit without losing 5% in one day or 10% overall during the challenge phase. Then there's a knowledge, another challenge called a validation in most cases, um, which can last up to 60 days, where you are expected to make a, an additional 5%, again, with the same risk parameters. So to summarize, to pass a challenge, a challenge you are expected to make 15%, okay, 15% profit in a 30 to 90 day period without losing 5% in one day or 10% overall in most cases. To add to the complexity of this issue, you are expected to do this in any random 30 to 90 day cycle of the market without the, throughout the year. And again, to put this into perspective, you know the S&P 500 averaged around 8 to 7, uh, 
yearly census exception, I believe hedge funds would be happy. Okay, many hedge funds would be happy if they were able to produce 15% uh, a year. And these prop firms want you to make 15% in some random quarter of the year. So it's, you know, it's very difficult, uh, very tall acts. Now, again, I'm not, you know, trying to belittle hedge funds. Obviously, most hedge funds aren't in the business of, you know, uh, stellar returns. A lot of them are actually used to hedge um, bets and investments. But <laughs> that's, that's, you know, neither here nor there. Anyway, so let's go back to the problem. Let's break down our objective. We need an algorithm that can make 15% in a quarter without losing 5% in a day or 10% overall. So basically, no da no daily drawdowns of 5% and no total drawdown of 10%. Now let's talk about some of their constraints. Because the problem, as is, wasn't hard enough, right? Um, first constraint, many firms require you to close your positions by Friday. Essentially, they, don't, they want to avoid a weekend rollover event happening from wiping out their money. And a second constraint is most of these firms uh, have some news or event rule where you cannot trade two to five minutes before or after a news event. The third and final constraint I'll consider is some firms have leverage and margin requirements which restrict the amount of positions you can have on at the same time. Um, most notably, the Fibers, um, Audacity Capital, and CTI had this rule. Now, ask yourself, do you think you can tra trade this way and make money? Or better yet, can you code an algorithm to do so? Now, this is this is the you know crux of the issue. Is it's so complex, there's so many constraints, there's so many risk requirements, and it really seems as though it's it's tailored against <laughs> the trader. Um, but you know, I'm not going to make any judgment on that yet. So now let's talk about our approach or my approach. I've passed a few of these challenges before using my current portfolio of algorithms, so I have a few ideas on how to approach this problem. When I look back on the challenges that I passed and ask myself what really made the difference, it was really because of the trend following trades. Essentially, an algorithm would take a position at the beginning of the week and hold it until the close of Friday. And this particular algorithm used no take profit and a very large stop loss. It was sized appropriately for the risk um, if the stop loss was hit, but obviously you had an infinite potential for profit. Um, in this algorithm, only one thing can go wrong, is essentially you get the direction wrong. And if you don't get the direction wrong, and you have anything above your price that you bought, right? If, if, the, um, if on Friday, your underlying asset is above the price that you bought it at, you're going to make a profit. It's almost, you know, if you could withstand the, with the drawdowns of the intraweek situation, you're definitely going to make a profit, assuming you're in the buy direction. And if you get the direction right on a multi-day trend, then even better. Also, because the stop loss is large, the risk of hitting it during a news event was slim. But the one big issue with this algorithm is there typically aren't many signals to guarantee it will trade that week, or even month for that matter. This is why I keep acknowledging how lucky I am. I was lucky that the algorithm triggered during my evaluations and challenges and enabled me to pass these challenges. And so it's very, you know, there's no guarantee that even if you make the right algorithm, that the algorithm would trigger during your challenge and then also trigger and make a profit, right? We're axing a lot of these algorithms. Anyway, but if the algorithm doesn't trigger, what could we do? So this is where my ideas for additional algorithms come in. 
there may be an opportunity to mix in some short-term algorithms that have a high win rate and move the profits continually up as we wait for that one big trend to take us over the finish line. For example, maybe we have a trend scalping algorithm that scalps the, an intraday trend, a mean reverting algorithm that quickly shorts uh, an uptrend during a reversal. You know, stuff like this could help our portfolio if we try to pass these uh, profit challenges. These short-term type of algorithms can provide a means of making profits consistently, but many of them have a negative equity skew. And in many cases, the risk outweighs their reward. But maybe <laughs> Lady Luck is on our side and you can use these systems to make up the gap during the downtimes of the trend following algorithm. However, the short-term algorithms require a lot of maintenance to stop them from trading during news events and, and, and market events, which is one of the other constraints of these platforms. And if they do trigger during one of these events, it will ruin your portfolio and essentially your sanity because every uh, so often you're going to have to turn off the algorithm, turn it back on. And again, this is something that is very difficult to backtest um, and to ensure that you could actually turn off these algorithms during um, market events and still make profit. Now, let's, let's move on to the solution here. Now that we have talked about the problem and, and my potential approach to this problem. But you're not here for my approach. You're here to see me do it and put my money where my mouth is. So I did just that. I developed some short-term algorithms and I ran them live in 2021 on a test account. Then I took the algorithms that performed well on the test account and put them in a portfolio to determine if they can make 15% in a quarter. But before I go into that, let's talk about these algorithms in a little bit more detail that may be helpful for you. For the main, for the main trend following algorithm, I used a weekly pivot as a signal and coded an algorithm that takes trades when the price is close to or away from its weekly pivot. If the price drifts away from the weekly pivot, I take a position betting that it will, that will move back to the pivot by the end of the week. It's a very simple idea and there's many uh, documentations and blogs and people on YouTube talking about trading weekly pivots. Uh, for the short-term algorithms, I used a mix of many common short-term indicators. Um, in the past, I haven't been able to get a lot of these short-term algorithms to make profit um, in, over a long period of time, but hopefully this time will be different. So going into the details, I made these algorithms using Bollinger Bands, RSI, stochastic levels, moving averages, and essentially try to take a position when there is a confluence in these indicators that there will be a reversal, or as they would say, things are overbought or oversold. I don't really subscribe to this idea of overbought and oversold, but regardless, the, these are the algorithms that I developed. Um, then I did some backtesting work to find where to place the stops on these systems um, because the, you know, the major drawback with these short-term systems is it's very difficult to place stops, to, very difficult to um, place, uh, take profit targets. Um, typically, right, uh, discretionary traders would do short-term stuff, but they typically don't have fixed uh, stop losses and take profits. They typically massage those levels as they see fit, right? I, at their discretion and we can't do that right with systematic traders um, algorithmic traders we don't have that discretion we essentially just code something and we run it on a back test so after i coded them up i put them on a test account and ran them live all through 2021 as i was doing my other trading 
And this falls in line on how I typically um, test algorithms before I put them in my main account or before I consider them for you know uh, inclusion in my portfolio. So typically, after I build an algorithm, I put them on a demo account and I run them for two months to six months uh, to see how they work live before I put them into my real account. I did the same thing with these algorithms. And to my surprise, it seems as though 2021 was really their year. And I think that is very telling uh, for those who actually <laughs> was in the market in 2021. It was very um, um, mean revertish in some <laughs> in some senses. Um, these algorithms produce metrics that I've never seen before in my trading career, especially uh, live. And as I was watching them do it, I was still surprised that they were doing this. So let me go through some of these absurd metrics. And these are absurd to me. They may not be to other people. Um, one algorithm took 118 trades, had a profit factor of 2.43, and a win rate of 93%. Another algorithm took uh, 156 trades with a profit factor of 1.9 and a win rate of 92%. Now, I ended up coding around 17 algorithms and uh, had those trade live. And so I'm going through just some of the highlights here. And the final most absurd algorithm took 55 trades with a sharp ratio of 1.23 and a win rate of 90%. Um, now these numbers are good, but let's hear their maximum drawdown on each system. And this is another shocking thing for me, their maximum drawdown over the entire year of 2021 were 1.33%, 1.36%, and 0.25% respectively, for the entire year. Now, I know what you're thinking. If these algorithms are so great, why doesn't Warren Buffett return my calls? Well, I am also puzzled by this fact. <laughs> so, these simple algorithms seem to be successful enough to make money on their own throughout the year, which is good. But can they make 15% in a quarter? To find this out, the next thing I did was take their 2021 performance data and perform some calculations to determine their quote-unquote optimum portfolio. This includes the right mix and position sizing that would help me make 15% in a quarter without hitting their drawdown requirements. By doing this, I landed on two portfolios with some small correlation to each other and really good performance metrics. So I said, what could go wrong? This is you know, the best thing ever. And let's see how they perform in 2022. Now, I didn't really run the optimum portfolios primarily because I, I don't like this. I don't know. There's something about those quote unquote optimum portfolios where they don't really become optimal for me. I feel like those optimum portfolios end up being a mishmash of overfitted, um, you know, very high probabilistic, you know, uh, you know, calculations that don't really play out well in in live trading. So um, although I'm <laughs> although I'm an engineer and although I'm supposed to be a very math heavy person, I didn't listen to those optimum portfolios. And I decided instead it would be more interesting if I gave them an equal weighted position and ran them on an account together. So I did. I put them on um, a demo account for 2022 and I um, linked it to an FX Blue account tracker and I put that tracker on my website at billiondollaralgorithms.com forward slash live dash trading. So anybody could see the performance of these algorithms. Um, and how they trade throughout 2022. So let's get into how they performed. So in, I now I could talk about 
roughly three months of data, right? So roughly a quarter of um, data. And again, the goal is to make 15% in a quarter to see if we could pass a proper challenge. Uh, so let's so let's see how let's see how they did. Um, out of the 18 algorithms or so, sorry, 17 algorithms, um, they all traded at least once so far, and many of them are profitable. So I won't bore you with the details of each algorithm, and I'll just show you some of the highlights or talk to you about some of the highlights of these algorithms. So um, let's talk about the extreme negative, because I like to talk about the bad first and leave on a good note. Um, so the extreme negative is this: there's one algorithm, uh, and then you can see this on my website as well, there's one algorithm that really mm, is sinking the ship, so to say. <laughs> um, it has taken 23 trades, and is down essentially 1.3%. Now, for this algorithm, that would mean that it is at its maximum or historical drawdown of 1.3%. Again, these are very, very tight parameters on these algorithms, but they're tight parameters because we want to have a goal of you know not, not losing 5% in a day um, and making a lot of money for these prop firms. Um, another negative is... Um, one of our algorithms traded six times, but the win rate was, you know, really, really low, very, very terrible, and um, resulted in itself also having a 1% drawdown. But overall, those are the only two algorithms that have a 1% uh, drawdown on its strategy. And essentially, those two are the ones to really watch and consider because they are really close to their maximum drawdowns. Um, others have a maximum drawdown so far of 0.6% uh, ranging to point zero, from zero point zero one percent to point six percent maximum drawdown. So these aren't anything to really worry about, but they still need to be watched. Now moving on to the extremely positive news, um, <laughs> there are some algorithms that have continued their string of success. Uh, one in particular, which is labeled on the site as um, one one one, uh, as a magic number. That algorithm trades the Aussie dollar pair, and it had, so far this year, 15 trades with a win rate of 93%, and it is the outlier of the portfolio. It has made 1.6% return, while the closest um, performing algorithm made 0.9% um, return. So this algorithm is definitely the shining star of the portfolio so far with a very high win rate, um, very high profit factor of around 5.83. Um, and, you know, a lot of people would say that these trades are not st statistically significant because it's only 15 trades. Um, and I'll say, yeah, sure, you're right. You are right, 100% right. They're not statistically significant, but <laughs> we are um, trying to make 15% in a quarter. So I think... Statistical significance has to go out the window with other logic. Um, <laughs> if we're trying to really make this goal, yeah. Uh, moving on to the second best algorithm in the group, uh, we have the 108th uh, magic number with, again, the 0.9% return. And it has done that on a 82% win rate and on 11 trades with a profit factor of 9.28. I mean, these are just wild primarily because the number of trades are so low. But, you know, that's still exciting to me because, you know, trying to get these short-term algorithms to work, they seem to be working. 
Let's talk now about the overall portfolio. Um, that is again unoptimized, and so please don't take this you know take this with a grain of salt. So as of um, March nineteenth, um, the the overall portfolio made a drum roll, please, return of negative point five percent. So if we were in a prof firm challenge where we were trying to make fifteen percent in a quarter with this unoptimized portfolio, we would have lost and most likely lost our money. And um, they would have run off again in the sunset with our money. So this portfolio didn't do it and did not take us over the, over the edge. And I, you know, we shouldn't have expected it to primarily because this is just all of the mean reverting algorithms in one unoptimized portfolio. This doesn't have the trend following uh, algorithms in it. So there is an opportunity, right, to come back and say, okay, well, let's actually add the trend following algorithms. Let's see how they would look um, in an optimized portfolio. Uh, with trend following algorithms and could you make the 15% in a quarter? Possibly. But uh, again, with this overall portfolio, we have a negative 0.5% return, which isn't bad given the things that have been happening in the last quarter. Um, just briefly in the last quarter, you know, we have the mar major market news of the Russian-Ukraine conflict and those things causing a lot of uh, variability of volatility in the market now with that volatility and with these algorithms being shown that volatility they have you know fared very well especially because i did not expect them to do at least this good whether you know they're not terrible they're not falling apart anyway let's go into a little bit more statistics of the portfolio the overall portfolio so as i said overall total return of negative 0.5 percent they had a peak drawdown of six percent six point two percent and that didn't all come in one day, so we wouldn't have lost the account. That's not a bad thing. Um, the worst day, we lost 1.5% return. Worst month, we lost 2% return. Um, we did have, essentially right out of the gate in January, the account sank. Um, it went down to its uh, peak drawdown over the course of January. Um, February, it seemed to just range bound, bounce up and down. And then March, late February, early March, to now we have been on a gradual and very very steep um, return to break even so i mean i encourage you to, to look at the website look at the data of these algorithms and see how they perform because it shows you how difficult it would be to actually produce an algorithm that would make uh, substantial profits in a random 90-day period right imagine if you had picked this 90-day period <laughs> and you pick this 90-day period where Russia also picked this 90-day period to go to war and shock the market. So, you know, this, these things happen, right? You got to be able to move with the markets um, with the algorithms doing this. And the last thing I'll say is the overall trade win percentage cumulatively of this portfolio is 75%. And that is, you know, really good, uh, but obviously not good enough. And as a person who has a very heavy trend following account, 75% um, win percentage is remarkable, but you know it also comes with the uh, drawdowns or drawbacks of very small uh, winning and very negatively skewed um, algorithms. Regardless, I enjoy to see I, I enjoy seeing 75% win rate, especially if you're coming from like a 30% win rate situation with trend following. It's you know with trend following, uh, it's very gut wrenching. Every day you're you know just hoping that uh, you win and um, it, it takes a lot of, of, of resilience to trade a trend following strategy.
Now, as I've said many times, if you want to look at the data and statistics of these algorithms a little bit more, you can go on my website and you can go to the FX Blue account and, you know, berate me. Tell me how terrible these algorithms are. Tell me how to improve them. I am welcome to all criticism on these algorithms. Now, if you want these algorithms to play with and potentially explore a portfolio with and say, hey, Laurent, I could make a better portfolio with these algorithms than you, consider becoming a Patreon. I'm going to drop essentially all 17 of these algorithms on my Patreon. And if you want to purchase these algorithms outright, please send a carrier pigeon with $2 million worth of Bitcoin my way. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode, and I hope you enjoyed it.